0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. All aboard. We have ignition. Welcome, foolish mortals. Oh, look at all the people. People better start the show running. Permanecer sentados, por favor. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 321 Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Lords, and that is it. I think I told you last week that Brian wasn't going to be here, so if you're shocked, I don't know what to tell you. You should have listened to last week's episode. But anywho, episode 321. um, Before we get into episode 321, I do want to let you know that this is presented by All Enchanting Ears, Yvonne Paradise, Beck and Ruby Lords and Mr. Bill Schirkenbach. Uh, they are just some wonderful subscribers or members or whatever it's called at buymeacoffee.com slash W O T M S that stands for word on the main street. You can go there and buy us churros. You can become a member and get your name on here as well if you would like as well as access to some other stuff. We're uh, planning on doing some uh, Word on the Main Street after-hours episodes. So, if you want access to that, you gotta go there. And then we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today, who is a great, just fantastic travel company to work with, especially if you are looking to book a Disney vacation. They are the experts when it comes to booking a Disney vacation. If you go to getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY, that's 438-2929, or you go into their location in South Ogden, Utah, to book a vacation, just let them know Word on the Main Street sent you or use promo code Main Pod 10 all lowercase, the number one, zero. That's going to get you $10 off any two night or longer Disney travel package so let them know that I mean that's just 10 bucks for saying I know these guys so uh, they will get you that 10 bucks off which you could use for many wonderful things, probably food let's be real uh, but you could also use it towards you know your uh, your genie plus or maybe a lightning lane pass or something. Just on the house. So, um, again, that is Main Street Pod 10 GetawayToday.com. Go to their location in South Ogden, Utah, or go to 855 away That's 438 2929. This week at the Disneyland Resort, the hours are as follows August 3rd through August 9th. Disneyland's open 8 to 12, DCA 8 to 10, and Downtown Disney 7 to 1 pretty sweet hours pretty full hours no events are really going on at the moment but as far as closures go disneyland the monorail is closed and set to reopen on the 31st of august Uh, mr toads is set to reopen on august 11th so not too much longer and then over in california adventure midway mania is set to reopen august 18th and the redwood creek Challenge Trail is set to reopen August twelfth. Um, we've got a lot of um, San Francisco Square up and um, up and going, so go check that out. I think we're waiting on Ant Cass's Cafe to open uh, this month, later this month, I believe. So then it will be uh, it'll be awesome. I'm sure it's awesome now, but it'll be awesomer once aunt Cass opens her cafe. But anyway, um, let's see here. All right. Uh, <laughs> what am I doing here, man? Um, all right. Brian's not here for trivia, so I'm just going to really just skip over it, to be honest. But you do need to know that our trivia is sponsored by All Enchanting Ears at allenchantingears.com. They'll sell you hats, ears, switchable ears, which is really cool, coasters, and more. They've got, like, night lights that are really cool. And uh, that doesn't sound cool when I say it like that, but they're really pretty cool. Um, they look weird until you plug them in and turn on the light, and then you're like, wow. That's cool. So, just go check them out again that's all enchantingears.com. Um, show them some love on Instagram and stuff like that as well. But uh, just a reminder, Brian's question was what did the Oh, sorry, what state did the petrified tree in Frontierland at Disneyland Park come from? So, you've got another week to answer that while Brian's out on vacation soaking up the sun. And the rays and the the bugs <laughs> over in idaho or something i don't know i don't know but anyway these pictures look pretty nice all right uh so we'll just move on if you want to uh, contact us again you can send those Uh, trivia answers to Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. You can also email me at Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. You can also uh, go to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're on there. Come join us. It's fun. It's crazy, especially on Instagram. That is where the craziness is definitely uh, at. So, Uh, And then, if you haven't yet and you want to support the show in a free way, all you have to do is keep listening to the show every week, every Wednesday, subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, oh my gosh, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify, yes, Yes, you heard it here. We are on Spotify. I don't know what's wrong with me. Today, I am in a weird mood. But if you want to give us your money, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can go to the Tee Public store, which is linked in the show notes, or on social media. Um, you can also go to buymeacoffee.com and donate a churro or two, or just become a full-on member and donate us a year full of churros it's really up to you guys uh so anyway uh let's let's get into this i got a lot to talk about uh even with brian not here um first i gotta get this gotta get this out uh it was (laughs) what a sad week i have to say i am uh I'm sad <laughs> uh, first Jim Corcus, uh, Disney author, Disney historian, he passed away uh, at age 72. Um, I believe he passed I don't it wasn't yesterday, was it um, but it was this past weekend uh, that he passed away. Um, He, according to the Orlando Sentinel, wrote more than 30 Disney-oriented books, including the Vault of Walt series, Secret Stories of Walt Disney World, and Animation Anecdotes, This Hidden History of Classic American Animation. He contributed to multiple websites and was often quoted, sorry, was an often quoted source about the history of the Walt Disney Company. He was also a former cast member at Disney World with roles at Magic Kingdom. He was Merlin in Sword in the Stone Ceremony, Prospector Pat in Frontierland. He was Epcot Guest Relations, Pleasure Island, and Disney Institute, and elsewhere. Um, Really cool guy. Uh, I wish we could have chatted with him, but our good friends over at... uh... (laughs) sweep spot sweep spot podcast they are former uh disney park um custodian custodial cast members and i believe they had a really good interview i think it was them with jim Corcus. so uh yeah definitely check that out if you can find it um also (laughs) my heart uh this one hit me quite a bit uh i don't know like i see i i hear of celebrities passing and people being so affected by it and i'm always just like you didn't know the celebrity (laughs) like i don't get why you're so like distraught like it's somebody you don't know really uh but it's happened to me a few times and this is one of them paul rubens passed away uh over the week and um, I think it was actually on Monday. Um, very, very sad. Uh, I, <laughs> I grew up on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That was something that uh, me and Brian would watch as often as possible. We would get the TV guide every week. <laughs> We would look and see when Pee Wee's Big Adventure would be airing, and we would we would watch it. Uh, we we didn't really own it uh, for a while, and then when I got a job and got my own money, I bought it on DVD, of course. But uh, this this took me; it took I think everybody by surprise. Um, I had no idea. That he was fighting cancer privately uh, for years, um, and one one thing that really makes me sad is he was supposed to be at Fanex, I believe, last year, and he wasn't able to make it. Never knew why. I don't know if it was related to his illness or he had a job or whatever. But uh, he said he would promise to <laughs> to get to Fanex, and um, that was one person i really wanted to meet and talk to and i just won't get to now and and it's it's very sad um but uh i it's crazy to me that somebody could fight cancer so privately i had no idea i don't think many people did obviously um he wasn't out looking for attention because he had cancer he was just Fighting in the good fight. And uh, this really got to me was uh, what he said before he passed. Um, I'm guessing he said it and somebody wrote it on his behalf. I can't imagine he was out typing it as he was passing. But uh, he said, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. And it, it just, it's, I don't know why this is getting to me so bad right now, but, um, that, I don't know. That was just touching to me. And, uh, yeah, not only was he Pee Wee Herman, who I grew up watching, Constantly, uh, but we're all Disney fans. We've all enjoyed Star Tours uh, when he was Captain Captain uh, Rex, Rx24, and then DJ Rex in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and, of course, Locke in Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and I believe he was also the sax player that goes, Nice work, Bone Daddy. Uh, but, man so so sad i am incredibly sad about this if you haven't if you couldn't tell uh but they also said paul asked that any expressions of sympathy be made in honor of his late parents judy and milton rubenfeld to stand up to cancer or organizations involved in dementia and alzheimer's care support and research so oh, that uh that made my Monday even worse than it already was uh, when I heard that news so uh, to all those that are feeling like me my best to you, but especially my best to his friends and family who actually knew him and and uh, have have talked with him and and have been really really affected by this um, but yeah, uh, super super sad. All right, into uh, some not so sad stuff. Uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, get into some some normal things. Um, first, I guess it's still kind of sad, but phantasmic Faz- is actually set to return um, uh, I don't know the specific date, but the important thing is when it returns it will not have, the Maleficent Dragon and it will never have it again. Um I say, my opinion, just find a new show. Um, I love Fantasmic, but come on, like that dragon. I don't know what they would do to make that as intense and make it as uh just just uh I don't know what the word I'm looking for is jaw dropping as that dragon breathing fire as a kid watching that it's crazy it's crazy stuff so i would say let's let's put it to bed if you're not gonna not gonna re uh, remake that dragon and just find find another show that's my opinion i'm curious what your opinions are feel free to let us know um another thing is um princess week is coming up in August uh, this month. So naturally, there is a foodie guide of sorts. Uh, Not super impressive if you are in Disneyland. Uh, Of course, they don't do as much for us for some weird, weird reason. But I will let you know what you can expect to find at the Disneyland Resort for Princess Week, which those dates are August 20th through 26th. So, uh, over in Disneyland, at the Disneyland Park, you will be able to get what's called a Princess Bubble Sipper. Uh, This will be available while supplies last at Red Rose Tavern. You know what? It's going to be all over the park. That's all you need to know. Um, And then over at Edelweiss Snacks, um, Friday through Sunday until August 27th. I believe, like, now until then, uh, you can get a purple pineapple shell macaron. Uh, It's backed by popular demand, and it is a purple macaron filled with blue pineapple buttercream and a chocolate pearl. Looks like a pretty big pearl. Good gravy. Um, And then over at the uh, Grand Californian Hotel and Spa... Over at the Napa Rose, there is the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures as well as a Mulan tea set um, starting August 1st. So starting now, while supplies last, um, whether you partake in the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures or if you just want your own tea set, uh, you can get this Mulan tea set. It's actually pretty cool looking. Um Tea set will include a teapot with three cups, a six pack of macarons and six twinnings tea bags, including the pure Sencha green tea and golden tipped English breakfast loose leaf tea. Um, looks really cool. the cups have dragons on them. Uh, the tea set is like a light green. Uh, Not like a bright green. It's like a pastel green, I would say. Those macarons look so tasty, as most do. And that's it. That's all you can get (laughs) Princess Week, uh, according to this foodie guide. So kind of boring, but whatever. Um, Next is uh, the Disney, sorry, the Plan Disney uh, Association. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, but, uh, oh, panelist, the panel, the Planned Disney panel is opening applications for the 2024 season. Um, so if you're interested, it will start at noon Eastern time on August 1st, which has already started. And on it will close at noon Eastern on August 7th. So, they will be looking for guests who enjoy sharing their Disney vacation planning knowledge and excellent tips with others. So, um, what you're going to do um, is go to plandisneysearch.com. Um, whether you've applied before or not, you can do that. You're going to um, go through, it says that uh, the application process consists of three rounds. will be a series of short answer questions, a brief video submission, and a virtual interview. Uh, Great panelists uh, that they're looking for, what makes a great panelist, Um, they're searching for individuals who are determined to share their knowledge, experience, and passion for helping other guests plan the most magical vacations possible. So if that's you, definitely do it. Uh, What's it like to be a panelist? Um, They claim it's a rewarding experience. Um, uh, You're able to help other guests plan their vacations. It requires dedicated time each week to answer questions and may often involve research on the panelist part, which honestly isn't that hard. Uh, Work is done from home on your own device. You have to meet a weekly quota i'm not sure what that is exactly um but yeah so uh i i think at least last time they uh yeah 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 sorry um it's actually in here so um it says plan disney panelists are independent contractors not disney cast members and will receive a reward trip to one disney destination for themselves and up to three other family members and or theme park tickets for their participation on plan disney so that's cool i don't know what disney destinations are included with that um i would imagine to the i don't know to the state ones but be kind of cool if they gave you a free trip uh, to Paris or Tokyo or Hong Kong. But, uh, yeah, if, if this is you, if you're interested, I would say go for it. I know in past years I said I was going to do it and I just never do. Maybe I'll do it this year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. Disney panelist. Dealey do for y'all. Um, another cool thing that I just want to mention, uh, over in New Orleans Square, the Tiana's Palace sign is up on the formerly, the former uh, French Market. So now it's definitely Tiana's Palace. They've got the smoke up. It looks really cool. Um, I'm excited for it. I have been saying they should have done Tiana's Palace for quite some time. I think me and Brian have both said that. But obviously, we thought the Hungry Bear. Would have been a better place for it but it is what it is and uh, i think it'll be cool um speaking of tiana's palace and uh and uh the good old restaurants in disneyland uh some crazy news at least in my opinion um they're adding alcohol to uh three different locations in disneyland uh, so it used to be only in club 33 is where you could get alcohol. You couldn't take it out of club 33, but you had to be in club 33 to get alcohol in the park. Um, otherwise no alcohol on the premises, which I think makes sense. Um, and then in, they opened Oga's Cantina at Disneyland and decided to have alcoholic beverages in Oga's Cantina. A lot of us were like, "Eh," you know, Galaxy's Edge is basically not Disneyland (laughs) Um, and you can't take it out of the cantina. So that's that's whatever. Um, But now they're going to be um, adding alcoholic beverages to Carnation Cafe, which is in Main Street, Uh, the Cafe Orleans in New Orleans Square. And the Riverbell Terrace in Frontierland. And these will be added September twelfth. Um, as far as what I can tell, you can only drink it while you're sitting down at the restaurants. You cannot walk around with it like you can in California Adventure, um, which I think is a plus. I uh, I'm I'm personally not super keen on this it's not my favorite piece of news i know there's a lot of people that love their alcohol and that's great uh you do you for sure but uh i think the more alcohol the worse off uh disneyland is to be honest um i keep getting reminded on instagram of people fighting at disney parks and i don't think this helps uh I think it's kind of ridiculous to have families going at it at Disneyland throwing fists and stuff. I get getting mad at somebody. I get, uh, you know, telling somebody, hey, uh, that wasn't cool. Uh, But throwing fists and and stuff like that is ridiculous in front of kids and families. And uh, I just don't think this is going to help that situation um, I think it will exacerbate that situation. Uh, luckily, you can't take it out, and I'm guessing these don't have super high alcoholic contents. And you can't walk in the park, and I assume they'll have the they'll have limits in the restaurants as well. But uh, yeah, I I just know Walt didn't want alcohol in the park, and it just uh, I don't like that I just feel like the Disney company just doesn't really care anymore about Walt and and all that fun stuff uh, that we all seem to care about. Um, and I'll get into more of that later. Uh, in fact, let's just segue into it right now. Uh, over in Walt Disney World, usually I don't cover Walt Disney World news, but I feel like I have to do this because the hatbox ghost is being put into Walt Disney World and I don't really ca- well I do I I don't I don't think we need to have every park have the exact same stuff all the time I think the hatbox ghost is a cool Disneyland exclusive that should remain a Disneyland exclusive um I don't know like we- they put him in this Disneyland Haunted Mansion like for the like a day <laughs> and then he got ripped out because he wasn't working. And it was basically like a legend, but it was Dis- it was a Disneyland thing. It was never anything that was in uh, the Disney World mansion. So it's cool that they brought him back to the original Haunted Mansion where he once was. I don't see the point I don't see the need to have him, I guess, in uh, Walt Disney World. Now, you could argue with that and say it doesn't really matter and really does it. Probably not. But the part that I hate is where they're putting the hatbox ghost. So the hatbox ghost is going to appear to guests as they pass the endless hallway, welcoming himself inside from the swinging wake in the cemetery and grinning at the doom buggies as they set off deeper into the mansion. I hate that so much, so much. Um, and this is where I feel like Disney just doesn't care anymore. Um, and honestly, the normal park goer who just goes every once in a while with their families and isn't a, like a big fat nerd like the rest of us, they're not going to care. They'll just go, oh, cool, look at that ghost. But for those of us who actually know the parks, we know the, the attractions really well. We know uh, that the ghosts don't materialize until Madame Leota has materialized them with her little, uh, little spiel, right? Uh, in fact, we all know, or we all should know, uh, that there I don't know about Florida, but in Disneyland, there used to be a line that said, perhaps Madame Leota can establish contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. So, Ghostos is letting us know, Madame Leota can materialize these ghosts for us. Um... They removed that a while back in Disneyland. I can't speak for Walt Disney World, but I can guarantee that the line that's at the end of the seance room remains um, the same as it does in Disneyland. Um, uh, Why am I spacing on this line? This is embarrassing, but anyway... Uh, When Madame Leota's done, the, the ghost host comes on and says, The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize. They're assembling for a swinging wake, and they'll be expecting me. I'll see you all a little later. And then you go into the ballroom, and you see all the ghosts that have materialized. And uh, then we get the hotbox ghost after in the attic because he's materialized. And all these ghosts in the graveyard have materialized. But before that, no ghosts have materialized. You've got, like, weird things happening. You've got sounds. You've got things moving on their own. But you never see the ghosts. And somebody can argue that the crypt, you've got the hands pushing out from the crypt, we could uh, we could say that that is a there was a dead body in there. <laughs> it's an actual material thing that a ghost is kind of like you know it's a zombie essentially, um, or maybe a ghost is possessing. I don't know, but it's not a ghost that's materialized like these ghosts, like the freaking hatbox ghost. So I think it's ridiculous. I don't think they give a crap about how things work in the Haunted Mansion, uh, what the story is. Um, I've had arguments with people about this ever since they uh, announced this, but I think it's dumb. Um, I don't think it makes sense. Yes, the story of the Haunted Mansion has many different... people think different things and believe different things about the Haunted Mansion, but it's pretty clear by the, the ghost hosts narration the happy haunts don't materialize until madame leota makes it so so uh really annoying to me (laughs) but uh anyway uh i will go ahead and uh you know just uh stop with that um but one cool thing is uh over at uh the opera house uh on main street in disneyland for a limited time, they have uh, props, costumes, concept art from the Haunted Mansion film, which is really cool. So, it's got Madame Leota's, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, dress in the film. And, uh, yeah, it be pretty cool to see in person. Um, so, what do I have left think that's it and that's that segues us into uh what i wanted to talk about on this so i just wanted to give some spoiler free reviews on uh some things that i've watched recently um i may do spoiler filled reviews uh on the wood on the main street after hours episodes that you can get by going to buymeacoffee.com w o t m s but on here, I'll keep it spoiler-free. But I just wanted to give my pretty concise, I would say, thoughts, uh, yet informative thoughts without spoiling anything uh, on a couple things. So the first thing that I saw the longest time ago is Indiana Jones. I went and saw Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny. Um, I liked it a lot, I will say. Uh, obviously Harrison Ford is old. Um, obviously they had to use technology to make him look young in parts for the most part, it looks really good, but his voice sounds old. So, uh, he looks young. He sounds old. It's like, uh, I, I've been watching the new Futurama, uh, episodes and it's the same thing. They sound old, so obviously Billy West is old, um, and he's playing Fry, and he just sounds like he's a, an older guy, um, but it's still still good. Anywho, really well done. If anybody's worried about... I kept hearing like that it's woke, that it's woke, that it's woke. And uh, I don't like woke stuff really that much. I'm not a fan of most of what uh, people classify as woke. Um, But I didn't catch really anything that you could consider to be that. It was a really good film. Um, Story was awesome. If you like the older Indiana Jones movies, you're going to like this. Yeah. I I did like Crystal Skull like we mentioned previously up until like the ending but anyway the original Indiana Jones I love and I felt like this did a great job and it was just very Indiana Jones it was it was awesome um there's some good surprises in it uh it's a fun movie it's just I I liked it and I'm glad it's there. And I just hope they don't do anymore. (laughs) Um, Next, I saw the haunted mansion. I saw it on Thursday, uh, July 27th. Um, Went with my four year old, almost five year old girl and uh, my parents. And uh, I was excited for it. I will say um, I didn't have crazy big expectations for it, um, but it was it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I think there were a lot of people that really wanted it to be like scary, like scary. Um, and I get it. I would have really liked a Guillermo del Toro directed haunted mansion film. But we didn't get Del Toro. And given who we were given to be in charge of directing and writing, I was very, very, very skeptical. Um, But I liked this movie a lot. There were a lot of references in it uh, that a Haunted Mansion fan is really going to enjoy. There's even references in it... And I don't know if they're on purpose or not, <laughs> but there were references in it that I was like, "Wow, <laughs> you, you guys went there. That's that's in, that's interesting." Um, the, the story is original. It's an original story. It's uh, it's a good story. A good lesson. It uh, has some great people in it. I find Danny DeVito. Just in anything these days. Just hilarious. And he was very funny in this. And I I really enjoyed him. Uh, I generally am not a huge Tiffany Haddish fan. But I didn't mind her in this. I thought she did really well. With the character that she was. uh, For sure. Um, Owen Wilson. Funny as usual. Uh, And uh, Lakeith Stanford did a great job the kid did a great job um i am spacing on the mom's name but uh she was fantastic there was one part that i legitimately kind of cringed at um but it was a very small part everybody i've talked to didn't really realize it and didn't mind it so i might just be a weirdo but i will just say it was referencing scooby-doo and i don't think we need to do that in this film but uh other than that um and by the way i love scooby-doo i just don't know why we had to do that um as far as i know people are worried about disney throwing things in ideologies and stuff like that or "Quote unquote woke stuff" in there, not present in this movie. This movie was a fun movie. It's great for families. I feel like uh, even kids, depending how sensitive they are. So, my four-year-old, almost five-year-old girl, she likes creepy stuff. She like <laughs> she does, even though she looks away some of the time. Uh, she likes creepy stuff. She loves Nightmare Before Christmas. She loves the attraction of the Haunted Mansion. Uh, She loves watching ride-throughs of it with me. She loves... uh, In fact, we read Call of the Cthulhu for a bedtime story uh, over uh, many nights. Uh, and That's what she wanted me to read. Um, But there were parts, I will say. There was one part where she had a jump scare. And there were a couple parts where she would look at me instead of the screen. Um, And I knew she was trying not to look at the screen. But um, my son is very sensitive. Didn't even want to go. And I do think he would freak out a little bit uh, because he is sensitive. Um, So just, you know, your kids, are they easily frightened? If so, maybe don't take them. Uh, for the first watch, if you think, I think he would be fine or she would be fine, then yeah, go take them. Otherwise, if they're fine with that stuff and they like that kind of stuff, there's nothing like gruesome in it. It's just, you know, there's ghosts in it. Obviously there's one or two jump scares in it. Um, But uh, yeah, all around, I liked it and I was happy. I saw it. I was Glad I paid money for it, um, and I would say, if if you're somebody that wants to say, "Hey Disney, I like movies that are just original movies that aren't remakes and that don't have messaging in it that I don't like," <laughs> go support this movie. Show them with your dollars that this is the type of movie you want. Um, but I liked it a lot. And uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, I give it three hitchhiking thumbs up. <laughs> uh, so go, uh, definitely go watch it, I would say. If you want to go watch it with me I and you're local, let's do it. Let's uh, find a time. I would love to see it again. Um, another thing that I watched that I would like to uh, give a small review on is is uh disney plus for those that don't know they released a wonderful world of mickey mouse short so we've had a few of those this is i believe the final one that they're doing uh for the wonderful world of mickey mouse and it was uh uh steamboat silly um has to do with steamboat willie obviously the steamboat willie uh cartoon And I will say it is a fun one. (laughs) I won't spoil it for you, but there's a lot of great references in it. Uh, If you like Mickey, you have to watch it and you're going to love it, I'm sure, as much as I did. So um, yeah, give it a watch. Let me know what you guys thought of all of this. Have you seen Indiana Jones? Have you seen The Haunted Mansion? Have you seen the new uh, World of Mickey, the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse short? Steamboat silly. If you have, email me. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if you agreed with me or if you had different thoughts. Again, my email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at Gmail.com. I would love to hear what you guys thought. So um, that I believe is everything I wanted to cover this week. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. Um, which, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to report on except for two things that I was very sad to report on, but, uh, yeah, that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening to me this week. Brian should be back next week, uh, for sure. Um, if you haven't yet go join us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And uh, share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it, and subscribe and leave us a nice five re- leave us a nice five star review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, and or Spotify. And that is it, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Please join me every week, or join us every week, every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street goodbye